Welcome, everybody. This is Hometown. Welcome to the Beast and Chill Podcast, episode 18. Uh, we got the whole cast here. We got God44. We got DJ Rod Fool. And, of course, we have Jasmine Renee. What's happening, to people? What's happening, to family? How y'all doing today? What's up? Hey, Great. Happy to be back, sir. All right. <laughs> we, did, we didn't do a week. And all of our guests are just kind of like, we'll let you know. <laughs> so, uh, hey, Roman, hit me. No, no, no guest episode. You know what I mean. And um, want to get into straight to the music. Some new music came out. New, new music releases. Some from new artists. Some from some you know up and coming artists. And also some from a legend. Uh, where we want to start? Where we want to start, Jazz? All right, wait. Before we get into the music, where are we going? We going, I just got to make my personal PSA. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, I never really was a fan of this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, he just kind of made songs that was already hits and kind of redropped them and auto-tuned his voice up like six octaves. And then apparently it was a hit, right? And I'm gonna go ahead and get my Jesus and Meryl on to say allegedly, I'm gonna sprinkle the allegedly. But he allegedly up the shirt on a female and shot her in the foot. Hey man, Meg, Meg so say those, did it. It wasn't allegedly. Don't know who I'm talking about. Is bitch ass nigga Tory Lanez allegedly <laughs> shot a female in the foot, an unarmed female like that. I'm gonna tell y'all right now. Meg say he shot me. Yeah. Hey, that's cool, but now it's an eyewitness account and it didn't go through the proper channels because she tried to protect them. So that's why I gotta say allegedly, because you know, in the court of law, they gotta go ahead and do their thing to go ahead and determine who's guilty or whatever. She did say it, but I gotta sprinkle the allegedly because I ain't about to spew no slander. I ain't hometown with the K dot Big John shit. But <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I, I gotta I gotta sprinkle my allegedly, you know what I'm saying? But oh I ain't playing that nigga music no more. Not that I played it a lot, but don't y'all ask me for no fucking chicks tape. Don't y'all ask me no motherfucking new Toronto. Don't ask me for none of those songs, because I'm not playing a song from a nigga that shot a female, shot a black unarmed female. I'ma go back, I'm gonna go back to what we talked about roughly what probably like a month ago two months ago on the podcast yeah and, um, what's the name when no name was getting that j cole yeah hometown had to school me because i was like yo it ain't that bad it is that bad i got to go pull myself up it is that bad because this nigga shot a chick in the foot like you whenever you pull a gun on somebody you can possibly kill them now, i'm gonna just say that so you almost possibly killed. I'm not playing no more of your fucking music, nigga. I hope you hear. It. I ain't playing no more of your tracks. None. Right. You pull your ass back to Canada and teach your ass some kindness. Ain't y'all supposed to be nice up there? Hey, man. That shit gay. I'm sorry. I don't like it. You know, for all the people. <laughs> and we, we all agree. We all agree, man. Toilet's uh, well, party is I, is set in stone. Yeah. Um. Fuck quarantine radio. <laughs> yeah, man. All his bad stuff. Like, 
We good. I joked around because my homeboys were like, hey, man, you think you did it? And I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And Meg was in the web. And he was like, yeah, girl, let's do this. Let's do, let's do that. And she was like, nah. He was like, damn, why are you tripping? She was like, shut up, nigga. You like fucking five feet with a fake hairline. And then he like went off. That's what I said. But after him, it's like, that's possibly what happened. This nigga obviously has an ego problem or whatever. Like, who's, like, I've heard about that from niggas. Like, yeah, baby, talking shit. Shot him. It was like, oh, damn, nigga, why is that? But a black woman, uh, like, what are you doing? Just a woman in general, unarmed. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Hey, if they, right now, it's fucking for life. And if you get convicted, it's fucking for life times two. Because that shit, that shit crazy. That's all I have to say, man. I wasn't here last week to say it. So I'm going to say it now. <laughs> and, I'm, and I had to say it to pull myself up. When my hometown was like, hey, man, you got to understand. Like, when no feel safe. And I'm like, eh, you know. I felt like an all-lives matter-ass nigga when I saw that happen. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, is this what I was doing? <laughs> oh, I was an all-lives matter nigga. So... <laughs> Yeah, man, uh, that that shit is terrible, and I gotta. If I was Charlemagne, I'd give myself donkey today for even trying to be like. <laughs> but it's a big problem because that that shit crazy. And she tried to protect that nigga. She yeah. tried to like not say, and you know, there's all there's all the things like you know, black and police and guns, mm-hmm. being fearful for your life. That's cool. But all in all, even after all was said and done and she got dismissed from the hospital or whatever, nobody, she still didn't say nothing. She still tried to go ahead and hold it down for you. And what'd you do? Yeah, man, she had hit me. So one of my, <laughs> no, man. <laughs> you think you just shut up? No, nobody knew what was going on. She kept that in the raps like Chadwick Boseman cancer. Yeah. Oh, nobody knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, that nigga had to come around, talk. I'm like, oh, you, that's Chris, like that's like two fucking fouls, nigga. You out the game. You you done shot somebody and then spoke ill and said some shit that like wasn't going going on. Nigga, wild. I'm sorry, listeners. I know y'all didn't tap into the beats into a podcast. You <laughs> go ahead and go about this guy. But if you did want to hear that, you're very welcome. But yeah. <laughs> More than a story is don't ask me to play no more than that. I could care less. Straight up to know. And I, I'm I'm just at the end of the day, as long as Meg is good, I'm good. You know what I mean? She she just did a live she did a live performance uh yesterday. Yeah. So, you know, she seems like she's good. Uh she seems like she's in better spirits. And and that's at the end of the day, we glad that she it wasn't worse. Cause like you said, she could have died. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Who knows what artery she missed? You know what I mean? So uh, thank God she's still here. And I'm glad that there are people, celebrities, male, male celebrities and, and hip-hop artists specifically that are speaking up about the situation. You got some who are still kind of being like, I don't want to speak on it, you know, the boosies and all of that. But the ones that are, you know, I'm glad she's getting that because Bun B really made it apparent that, like, she doesn't have – her mother or father, you know what I mean, and she's yeah. she's not at home. She's low key out here, by you know. So, hey, uh, to be honest, man, I think Tory Lanez is dealing with the same thing though. His uh, his parents, um, I, I think 
I can't forget who it was. I think it, it was either his um his mom or his dad like had passed away or something like that, and the other one just wasn't in his life. So like he he probably dealing with those same issues as well. Maybe so. Maybe he ain't dealing with enough to make you shoot some a woman that's going on. So hey, you gonna have to be a man and control your emotions, my guy. Yeah, you, you can't. I don't. I don't think there's nothing in this world. I think. Outside of like maybe PTSD from war, that will make you just pull out a gun when you're not around, like someone who's trying to kill you. you know exactly. I, mean? I don't give yeah. a fuck how mad I've gotten hella mad at basketball games. Niggas fly you real hard. I don't got real mad at fucking clubs or whatever. And if I did have a gun. It nothing was like, like I gotta kill this motherfucker. Like it, yeah. nothing that made me like I have to kill you. You deserve to die. Well, actually, you alcohol give me does. Give me my file. You know what? I'm gonna pop the trunk on your bitch ass. You give me my file. <laughs> alcohol, alcohol does that. Which, which I mean, I I get that, but a lot of times I just feel like alcohol only pushes or intensifies what's already there. You know what I mean? So. He need he need he got a lot of work he need to do. Right now he almost took somebody's life. And can you imagine if he would have took that girl life, he wouldn't have been able to live with himself. Cause a lot of people wouldn't allow him to live. His damn Hell no. <laughs> so all I know is if he would have shot Kylie Jenner or Taylor Swift in the foot, it would have been a whole lot different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It would have been a whole lot different. That's facts. But they might have snitched on the scene as well. I don't think they would have been trying to protect that nigga. Yeah. There's a lot of different variables there. Yeah. Nonetheless, that shit terrible. And like I said before, don't ask me to play that nigga music. Uh, however, yeah. uh, the, story. the other night I did when I got the news of Chadwick Boseman passing away. Rest yeah. in, uh, I did go and watch like um, theater reactions of of like Endgame and shit to put me back in good spirits. I like watching little theater reactions. When they see like you know, the ending moments and stuff like that, but uh, but yeah, man, Travis Bozeman been dealing with colon cancer for the last what four or five years, so a lot of these films he's been shooting, you know, he's been diagnosed and been dealing with, you know, chemotherapy and all this that and the third. Apparently for a long time, four years, right? Four yeah. years, man. Like he didn't he didn't have to keep that a secret. Like he should have told like, he should have told somebody. Like somebody somebody like, probably knew, but they kept it like real under wraps. Because imagine man, everybody knows he got cancer. It, it, it don't <laughs> it don't matter, man. Like it don't matter. Like we can't we can't keep keeping these things secrets. Like like there's people out here that can actually help with these situations. Like there's know. somebody named Doctor Stacey, you, you know. I don't yeah, know. I'm sure he did everything he could though. Like I don't think he was just like acting and not taking care of himself. It just yeah, got they to the point where he didn't do nothing. They say yeah, he was filming that doing treatments. So. Yeah, I think it's a thing too. Is like you know he's treatment. he's gonna treatment. I think that actors have a whole like separate life from like regular civilians. Like that's like viewed differently. Like a lot of a lot of the media, what we see when it comes to like advertisement, movies, TV shows, stuff like that, we see it as it's promoted to us. A lot of these actors and whatnot, they know and see a lot of things before it happens or things that don't happen that they've been working on. So, you know, it's probably 
through the whole ecosystem of the whole Hollywood world, you probably don't want to tell people that because then that may pull certain things away from you. You That's like um, Denzel Washington's son didn't want to tell people that Denzel Washington was his dad because right, which like, I don't understand. I mean, I mean that nigga want to make it off his off the strength. I know <laughs> nepotism is the real thing. I would have took it, you know what I'm saying. But all these stars, they don't want to get it like that. But the one reason I could say is like that is because. What's the first thing when somebody get up there and do their thing? Like, oh, you know, he's just up there because it was a name. They hate mm-hmm. him. It's exactly right. It's the, it's the whole negative perception. Everybody want to hate immediately when they see you up. They don't want to think that you got it on your own. They don't want to think that you work for it. They're like, oh, that's because his dad is X, Y, Z. Think about the rich nigga in school, man. The nigga had the J's or the nigga had the, the polo. You'd be like, oh, man, that's because his mama's working downtown. Mm-hmm. Like, it was an immediate hate just because mm-hmm. they they had their parents was in a better position. Niggas going to hate regardless, bro. That's what I'm saying. Niggas but they don't, don't want to hear that. They just figure, hey, let me go ahead and try to. Don't be, yeah, don't be, don't be, don't be ashamed of your privilege. Hey, I'm gonna tell you right now, <laughs> you say whatever. Y'all be hating me like Donald Trump's son in this bitch. That's like, fine. Damn, this, this nigga got everything. Got everything. <laughs> but rest in peace to Chadwick Bozeman. You know, yeah. Black Panther. Um, man, I saw this. I saw this tweet that said, "Um, don't tell." If you have like sons or daughters and nieces and nephews, don't tell them that Black Panther died. Tell them that the actor that played Black Panther died mm. because they don't need to see uh, the first hero that looked like them mm-hmm. to be dead. I was like, that's cool. I also yeah. saw another tweet that said, do not recast Black Panther. Open up whatever new movie and have a funeral for him and use one of the infinity stones to bring back Killmonger and make him the black, make him good. Right. And make him the Black Panther. I was like, I think Killmonger ends up becoming Jordan B. Black Panther. I think in the comics he becomes uh, Black Panther. And and, uh, like through the comic series, I think Shuri becomes Black Panther. I think he becomes Black Panther. Like he becomes Black Panther, but. I don't know. There is one where the sister becomes Black Panther, right? right? I, I'm, yeah, I know Shuri becomes Black Panther after him. Um, My dog Chadwick didn't get to marry Storm. And kiss yeah, him that would have been him. so crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, they'll figure it out, man. They, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, they, they'll figure that shit out. You know what I mean? But like I said, it was just sad, you know. But um, yeah, man. It, seeing the, the social media response, it was like surprising. I was literally playing on the laptop and then I saw the text. So I seen it on Twitter and I'm like, uh oh, how did this fucking happen? And then you got people that's like, you know, oh, y'all's picking on them and stuff like that, you know. And some people are like, well, we, the ones who did make just like, I didn't know he was sick. And I learned a long time ago with 50 Cent when he had, when it was uh, back in the day when it was media takeout. Mm-hmm. Uh, they posted pictures of a real skinny ass uh, 50 Cent and yeah. like he was sick but it was like he was doing it for a role you know what I mean yeah. so it's kind of like you know you never know so I just I'd never be the first one to jump out with a joke like oh this nigga Nick look like a damn noodle or no shit like that you know what I mean I just oh he probably 
But I, I did see the small chat with Bozeman. I'm just thinking, oh, he's probably doing for another, like, working on a role. Like, Jamie Foxx is gaining weight to get for the Mike Tyson role. Like, you know, actors live a whole different, like, lifestyle than regular civilians. They can change their weight at months at a time. Like, you know what I mean? I, the first time I saw him slim is when I watched the, um, the Kevin Hart documentary and Kevin Hart on Netflix. Okay. And one of the episodes, he came in there to talk to Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart yeah. wanted a movie and yada, yada, yada. And I saw him and I was like, damn, Jit looked kind of slim. But he didn't look like sickly slim. He just looked more slim. And I was like, oh, he probably put on weight to be Black Panther because to be a right. superhero, you got to be buff. And I was like, all right, probably he wasn't worried about keeping up that regimen. And now he's slim. You know what I'm saying? That's all I attributed. I knew he was like a little too slim, but I was like, hey, that's probably him. I don't know the man. So right. I was like, probably that's how he really looked. I was like, damn, he got real buff for Black Panther. And I left it at that. I didn't see any of the other like sickly pictures, I guess, that he had been posting. I didn't see any of those until like now that he's passed. And I was like, oh, had I seen any of those, I would have knew something. Yeah. He was very, very slim. It was like that, like Charlie Murphy in power. When you seen Charlie yeah. Murphy in power, he was like, ew, what's going on? Yep. Nobody knew what was up, but everybody knew it was like, he does not look like that. So. Oh, well, I knew he had, I knew Charlie Murphy had cancer at that time. Oh, really? I had, well, I, I did knew, not. Know. I knew he had cancer. It was already out that he had cancer. Um. But it was like people were showing pictures of him, of his like his weight loss, but um, but yeah, I knew I knew Charlie Murphy at the time had cancer. It was just like at that time it was like a matter of time, you know what I mean? But um, but yeah, damn. When James said Patrick had to kill that boy, I was like, damn, no, you killed a nigga with cancer. You a cold piece. <laughs> you a cold piece. <laughs> But I'm like, yo, you like now you gotta punch him. You know the director's like, you gotta hit him like this. I know, I know he had to be like, I gotta hit a nigga with cancer. <laughs> like, I, I would have been like, can I just like push him and his he hit his head on some final destination shit? That's just me. What's <laughs> up with y'all, man? Lighten up. <laughs> Let's get into this music, man. Uh, some music on drop over the past couple weeks. No sale is on streaming services. It's now on streaming services, man. Yes, it's my shit. Watch My Shoes is my favorite song out that whole thing. Really? Yeah. No ceilings, motherfucker, good morning. <laughs> no ceilings, motherfucker, good morning. Dick in your mouth while you're moaning, I'm going in. Good and why they style it beat. <laughs> no, you I can said. read that. You can read that like like Bible verses. That <laughs> but I'm not. I guess I done said enough negative shit. I'm gonna just leave it alone. <laughs> I'm gonna just leave it alone. But yeah, that's tight. That that's on streaming services. You know what I'm saying? For those that have been rocking on that pill for live mixtapes, it's never been off the internet for us. Nope. But um, I guess you could add it into your new current hip-hop playlist. I see a um, lot of people wanted the Drought 3 to be on streaming services. Oh, that's my shit. 
That would never happen, though. Just because of all the samples, like, upgrade you and all of that. I mean, it's the same thing with no ceilings. So I don't know how they splitting the royalties and the paychecks for that. True. But, um, yeah. Just, I mean, take time. you know, niggas don't really feel like I think he did this to to hype up release for No Ceilings 3. That's why yeah. I really think he did There's a song yeah. called No Ceilings that just came out with him. Ferg is somebody else. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. Thought that was kind of weird. Cause that they might be dropping there. No Ceilings 3. That might be on there. It might be on there, yeah. Oh, Lil Wayne's on that song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went know, back I and played... All the dedications on... I played... Uh, I, like Once I saw that, I went back and played Carter 4. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't a bad album, man. I went, no. went back and played what that. What made you do that? Because I went to the Wayne, I went to No Ceilings and just played it, and then you can see all the other Lil Wayne albums. So I just went to Carter Four, just to like let me go back and look at the track listed. And I was like, well, oh, why'd you pick four? Because there's five to choose from. Yeah, I'm like why four? What's why four? why you went? That's the I think Carter Four was one that I felt left a bad taste in my mouth when it first came out. Uh, mm-hmm. you don't want to revisit it to see if it still felt if it still tastes like like. Um, white people can relate. <laughs> I, I don't know. I guess at that time I didn't like it. It was just I don't know. So I wanted to go back and be like, was I just tripping then, or was this like bad? I don't know. It wasn't bad. I was just probably tired of hearing "She Will" and fucking the other record he had on there. What's on Carter Four? Is Blunt blowing on Carter Four? Is that the one? Uh, I know. Fucking um, hold up. I think um, How to Love is on there. Oh. Blunt Blown mm-hmm. is on there. Okay. Six foot, seven foot. Uh, the more, does it still taste like Country Time Lemonade? That's what I really <laughs> want to <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, brother. <laughs> no, what you mean? You don't know. You went don't know about that, brother. Don't know about that, dude. <laughs> does it but, taste um, like Kool-Aid now with enough sugar, or is it country time lemonade? It's cool, man. I listened to, I listened back to it. I was like, oh, wasn't that bad? Mm-mm. I just think that at the time there was a lot of other music that I probably enjoyed more. Um, but uh, who else dropped? Nah, well, ladies and gentlemen, Country Time Lemonade for those. You saw he tried to dodge the question. It's still country, <laughs> it's country Time Lemonade with a little bit more sugar, but it's still not what he wants. He's like, I just drink water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, That's all good. Cool. Whenever I go back to Carter's, I go back straight to part two. Part two. Part two. That's the first. You know what? I want to hear some Wheezy. I go there and I play that starting from the mob. And then whenever I cut it off. I like Carter one. I like three. Three is probably my favorite. Who's your favorite? Part two, he was still on some like talking about killing niggas and shit. Like, damn, Weezy, but in a creative fashion. I think but, Carter um, one had like more fun songs like, uh, oh, like, let's like just talk about Earthquake. Yeah, that was on there. Yeah, that was my favorite classic. Yeah. Uh, for class. <laughs> right? Like you would think that song was made in the studios there. <laughs> I listen to uh I listen to Teenage Favorite by Cash Page. It's an amazing album. I love it. 
Yeah. That's real good. Um, Riley, you listen to it. Just put it in your little R&B list. She kind of reminds me of like an upgraded... What's her name? The girl from fucking Detroit. Um, try, try me. Oh, oh Dage Lowe. Yeah, Dage Lowe. Uh, she kind of mm-hmm. remind me of like a better singing Days Loaf. I love that album she got going on right now. Like she got some good features. Most of the songs she got by herself are really good too. Yeah, my favorite song on that bitch is Grammy Week. Uh, I like Soul Ties. That's my shit. Ooh, that's the that's the jam. That my favorite definitely. three: Grammy Week, Soul Ties, and Friends. Okay, all right. I like SOS. Oh, um, is good. SOS is real good. Soul ties and breakup song. That's okay. Yeah, with K Camp. Yeah, K Camp slid on that bitch. Uh, she got that feature with Isaiah Rashad. That was pretty dope. Yeah. I don't think he really killed the song for real, but no, the, I don't cool. really like that song that much because his verse is very mediocre. To me. I was wondering why Jazz said yeah like that. He goes, "You got that song with Isaiah Rashad?" Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was expecting Jazz to turn up. I heard Isaiah Rashad. She said, "Yeah." I really like Grammy Week a lot. You know, I like, I'm a huge Don Tolliver fan, so. Don Tolliver on the Nas album, too. Yeah. I, now, like I was scared. Oh, my, my bad. Go ahead and continue to talk about that album. <laughs> that was my way into the Nas album. Yeah, we on Nas now. <laughs> you know, I didn't want to take Mike. But when I saw Don Tolliver was on the Nas album, I was scared to what it sound, what it would have sounded like, because mm-hmm. I didn't know if it was gonna sound like Nas was trying to go too new school. Like right. Nas is just one of those dudes when it's a new beat, newer sounding rap beat. Yeah. Whether it's trap or has a lot of 808s, I don't really enjoy. Yeah, he did a he did a remix to March Madness with Future, didn't he? And I was like, Nas. Yeah, Nas is on the Nas is on the official March Madness remix with Future. Like Kendrick's on the uh, Mask Off remix. Yeah. But that was that's good. That's a good song. The remix is good. I mean, it was, it was straight. You know, I ain't too much care. That was when I realized there are different beats for different people. Mm-hmm. Like. I was like, oh, you know, that, as March Madness came out, I was, I'm not gonna care. I was still on some like, yeah, this is cool sonically, but I'm like, the fuck is Future saying? And then when Nas <laughs> got on there, one of my favorite rappers, and I was like, you know, he can articulate well, and I was like, not sliding on this beat. And then <laughs> Future rap, I was like, Future sounds amazing on this beat. And then I was like, yep, this is what it's about. And that's when I was more open to listening to, I guess, more non-lyrical or more like people that just use their voice as instruments, not so mm-hmm. much for the words, but just for how it sounds. And I was like, yep, this makes total sense as to why they don't sound bad on these type of beats. So, but yeah. But back to what I was saying, I thought he was going to sound... Oh, snap, I got a tip. I got a Um <laughs> So... I thought he was going to sound like, I didn't know how the beat was going to be. I thought it was going to be like one of those, like, hometown's example. Now, nah, um, March Madness. I thought it was going to be like that. But what I 
gotta go ahead and give props to his hit boy. I think hit boy produced Nas very well on this album. Yeah. He didn't try to make it sound too new. He didn't try to make it be like, oh, this is this is the wave right now. This is what you need to do. Because any everybody knows Hit Boy. Right. Got all the hits boy. <laughs> but everybody knows <laughs> he got it and he knows how to make a beat from like right now that makes it sound like very much 2020 and it'll right. slap or whatever. But he didn't do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I was I was pleasantly surprised when I heard Don Tom on the beat how the beat sounded, how Nas got on the beat. And I was like, oh, this, this shit kind of went together pretty well. Hmm. So. Yeah. I mean, honestly, was... it's probably one of the, I don't think I've thoroughly listened to every Nas album. I know I may have touched over a few albums that wasn't necessarily his most popular. I definitely, uh, as far as the, Ill, the Illmatic, Stillmatic, I played the hell out of. I found out about Nas through Stillmatic when I was younger. And then mm-hmm. as I got older, I went back to his discography or whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, and then one of my favorite albums growing up listening to Nas was uh, God's Son. I, I, I really enjoyed that album at the time when I was in high school. So like those albums were to me like what Nas sounded like. So when I heard like the, the nigga album and the fucking, what are the, uh, even a more recent one, Nazir, that Kanye produced. Like, to me, I didn't think it was a bad album, but I did think that it was a bit way more dramatic. It was very Kanye dramatic for for Nas. You know what I mean? That was rushed to me. I mean, they were all rushed. I think that was the point. I think the point of it was it was to kind of get a raw feel of, like, Good Fridays but like the album version, because they were dropping an album every Friday, every week. Yeah, and but at least Good Friday, the songs were engineered and mastered well enough where I could hear the beat and then his vocals. On that cop shot, the kid, that sample was so loud, I couldn't even really hear Nas rapping on the song. Really? Because the sample was so loud, yeah. Like, I had to, like, consciously, like, listen to Nas. Like, I had to be like, Okay, Nas is rapping, like, let me hear what he's saying. Like, it wasn't like his vocals, like, laid smoothly over the track. <laughs> Do you guys see that? Yeah. <laughs> Adele. Adele, With the cornrows? <laughs> hey. Adele, like, Adele, you think Adele trying to get a black dude? She been grabbing the mic, rapping Nicki Minaj, rapping for Think she wanted somebody effort? She about to get on her Madonna shit. Who are you, who are you over there DMing, Darius? <laughs> what? That, they all working, that, bro. Focus. You seen them, right? You seen them. Oh, I'm over here right. working, man. Be working. Oh, my goodness. But, uh, nah. The, the Najee <laughs> album, I, I kind of get, like I said, I, I get some of the, all the bad things I heard from people about Nazir, I understand. But at the same time, like, I really like that fucking song with him and Kanye. Like, I, that's one of my favorite songs off the album. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, he had a couple other records, too. I can't necessarily remember because it's a very forgettable album. The moment is more rememberable than the actual album. Um, yeah. But this album here just flows so well. Like, it just flows so well. It's not overproduced. It's not, there's no try-hard moments on here. He had one line that sticks out to me where he said, 
I'll shoot you in your esophagus. And I was like, this nigga just had to use esophagus on this fucking album. <laughs> but of all people, he he went, he just had to use esophagus, but whatever. But um, it wasn't My line like that out of the albums when he goes, she hit the whoa. And I was like, no, he's, that, that, <laughs> man, you think. <laughs> Hey man, oh, let, man. Let I see, I see what you're doing, but yeah, 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 say that. Let uh, let uncook, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you the album to me was great. My favorite song on there is Car Eighty Five because yeah, I like Charlie Car Wilson. Car Eighty Five is pretty fire. You know what I mean? You know, sprinkle some Charlie Wilson on there. Can't go wrong, man. Um, Yo, that, that that one track with um with the firm, bro, full circle. It was cool. Yo, it was a cool moment. It wasn't one of my favorites, beat, though. That beat slid they on that. They slid that on that. AZ just does not sound bad either. AZ sounds exactly like he sounded on Illmatic. I was like, yo, still voice inflections are still the same. I'm like, yo. Yeah. Uh, I think the moment was cool. One thing, I, one thing I'm, uh, I feel like. Well, a lot of the good albums that I, I realize is that we're not going to get no tours with some of these albums, which would really make these moments a lot better to know that you see that tour date and, and know that you could probably enjoy this music better live. Um, but this album was really good, man. Album was really good. The features were dope. I even liked the song with ASAP Ferg and Fabio Form. Like, I, yeah. I really... Fabio, bro. Fabio, man. You still saying Fibio. It look like it's saying Fibio. It, it don't look like it don't say no goddamn Fibio. I don't see no F A. It's F A B O. It's Fabio born, bro. U.S. It's F I V I O. Fabio. Fabio. How you spell five? F O. Bro. How you spell five? It's Fabio Ford, bro. That doesn't sound. That doesn't sound right. Yes, it does, bro. Fabio. 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 I mean, it's a made-up word, so I guess. Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> well, I like the song regardless. The Don Tolliver record was dope. I feel like him and and the girl Cash Page used Don Tolliver. Very well. Let's wait. Yeah. Use them on that hook, and you're good to go. Um, I really enjoyed this. Album, Anderson man. Pack is pretty good too. The who? The one with Anderson Pack. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Blue Benz is nice. I really like Blue Benz. Um, how did y'all feel about the Big Sean verse on there? The Big Sean verse was all right. I think it would it did what it had to do for that song. I just, um, I like when Big Sean usually has a feature, he usually owns it and makes it his. Yeah. But then again, if he's paying respect to the God MC, then he probably just was like, let me just go ahead and drop this off real quick. You know what I'm saying? So, Did y'all listen cool. to the Big Sean? Eminem on I Decided. Eminem was going to do what he does, especially since he wasn't, at that time, he wasn't getting many Eminem verses at all, if any. So he had plenty of time to body whatever the hell he was doing. It's not a hell and I'm pretty sure he didn't mind. Yeah, I'm ready to see more visuals. I think now is the time where artists need to get more, uh, put a lot more time in their music video bag 
Oh hell yeah! That's all. Need- on tour, you know, really put more visuals to the album. I think he dropped one video. Uh, yeah, the, the Donald Trump Black. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then I I heard that uh, Doja Cat has a song coming out called Nas, but it really stands for Niggas Ain't Shit. Of course, to that song is pretty fire. I heard that snippet, but I don't know how I feel about Doja right now. Yeah, dog. Uh, feet the races. Show your feet, man. Who cares? Yeah, cancel her ass. You've been trying to cancel her since a few episodes. Hey, listen, man. Cancel culture don't even believe me. Cancel culture. There's no light They just be saying, they just be talking shit just to talk shit. Facts. All facts. <laughs> Yes, sir. Man, um, who else dropped? Oh, I listened to Duckworth album. Uh, his album was really fucking good. Have uh, not heard name it. Of his album is what was that? What I what I where is that? Where is that, where is that bitch? Oh. Y'all heard the Nipsey and Big Sean. Nipsey and Big Sean record, yeah, uh The Reverence. Yeah. A great it's a great song. Super good is the uh, Duckworth album. Um, he has a record on there with Earth Gang, which is smooth as a motherfucker. Um, but it's a very fun album. Groovy as fuck. You know what I mean? But he got bars on that bitch. Really cool ass album. Um, Who else dropped? Big Mensa. Uh, Big Mensa, bro. Oh, uh, V-Tape. That shit hard. That is he back like the internet tape sounding Vic Mensa? Uh, yeah. yeah. Somewhat, somewhat. It, it, it has it has some of the elements from that, but because this one, like he he's, he seems like like he's more on his um. He seems like he's more on his. Dang, I don't, I don't know how to put it. He seems like he's very in a in a place of like. He's understanding what he was tripping on. Yeah, like he mentioned about you know the XX this he did at the BT yeah. Awards, and his mom was in the crowd when. He, when he did the freestyle cypher shit. Um, he just, you know, talking about just a bunch of just past issues and what he's been going through, um, which it was cool. It was a cool listen. I'm glad it wasn't long because I don't think I could have took more than fucking 10, 10 to 12 songs of that. But uh, the V-Tape was cool. I think that the, the Vic Mensa I like is the Down On My Luck Vic Mensa. You know what I mean? I like, I like Orange Soda Vic Mensa, but... That down on my luck, that's that's a pocket where, you know, he's when he in that pocket, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that can't really fuck with him in that pocket. Yep. But the other was cool. I wonder if he still talks to Chance. No. I doubt it. I really doubt it. Why you say that? I don't know. Well, then again, I don't know, man. A lot of them niggas seem just out of touch with just reality. Chance one of those people who seems kind of just like I don't think he understands how much he's changed to the public with like fame and money and all that stuff. And I think he's let that, this whole, that this pushing this weird, his definition of independence has like gotten to his head. And I feel like it's affected his music and it's affected his like, maybe not affected his relationships, but just like his, the way a lot of people view him like a lot of people feel like this might be up for that nigga. Yeah, it is. You know what I mean? I don't think so. I think he wow. has his this talent. Interesting. I am. You I know, I got the conspiracies. I'm ready. 
I, I think his talent, because because we we've seen how talented he is, it's reserved. It's that's why I don't feel like it's over for him. But just you know, like I said, I think that he's a different kind of celebrity, and his celebrity, I don't think he like uh, He I think he's one of those people that like. He's like a, a a celebrity gaslighter. Like he's gonna gaslight the public, even though we call him out on his shit. He's gonna like try to flip it. He's not gonna be straight up and just answer questions or or like understand where. If you call him out on his shit, he's not gonna be like, "Yeah, you're right." He's like, "No, it's actually this though," and it's just like he's been uh, like, that. I what you're "You know what I mean?" He's been like, "That's how he's been with pushing the whole independent thing," you know, and and and. Obviously, I just feel like he's tone deaf and like don't know how to read a room when it comes to putting out albums. And I think the album, not saying that the album is, the album's not a, it's not a bad album, but it was not, I didn't see growth as we saw in his previous releases. You know what I mean? There was growth from 10 Day to, you know, Acid Rap. There was growth from Acid Rap to the, the project he did with Social Experiment. You know what I mean? And then there was growth from that to coloring book. I what kind of that. what kind of growth was you looking to see? Like, what didn't you see that you thought you were going to see? I thought I was going to see something that was going to be like a a solidification of like, oh, this guy solidify himself as I deserve to be the name recognized out of the the 2010s. When it comes to the era of the 2010 rappers that came out between 2010 and 2015. I'm going to be one of the elite when it came to moments, when it came to the bodies of work. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I could... What do you think that album was lacking that it did not give you that feel? Uh, I think it lacked... I think... I don't think it was marketed well. He's he's usually really good at the way he markets his projects. That which, is true. I agree with that. Which is, the, which is what captures his fan base to me, I think. Um, and keeps that mystique of his indie prowess, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But I think that he didn't market it well. I think that he's put himself in a place to where the jokes are stronger than the... The, the jokes are more funny than the music is good. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> before you listen to that whole album, you're going to probably play videos of people picking on Chance the Rapper more are you gonna you, you probably play the i love my wife i love my wife <laughs> I, knew I knew it you know what i mean like you're gonna you're gonna probably look at more memes and, and listen to more funny shit about chance rap because the jokes are more funny than the music is good when it came to that album so i cannot, like, disagree. Right. I cannot disagree with you there sir that so, is but i feel like he still has it in him um i just think that I don't know whatever it is. I mean, the nigga married now. We we'll see. Who knows? But um, I don't know, man. It it was weird. And then like, I, I don't know. He kind of has that same. He kind of has that same negative thing with him that Mace had. It was like, nigga, make up your mind. Which is it? Is it Uchiwali or One Mike? You know what I mean? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it the church or are you? Are you finna be you know flashy Mace out here? You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta be like Chance the Rapper kind of has that too. It's like, nigga, are you gonna be, you gonna be, a, you gonna give us hits and 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 vibes, or you gonna, you know, 
do your thing and, and, and try to make up for cheating on your wife, cheating on your girl. You know what I mean? Like, which is it? Wait a minute. <laughs> just saying, he, he, right? he came out there and talked about that. Oh, he did? Yeah, like, he's been talking about, like, he cheated on her and, and you know, she's been, you know, on the dealing with a lot of his bullshit. So oh, now man. he's like, you know what? I'm good. Like, I'm in a good place right now. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm engaged. Da, 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 da. This is wild. This is like this is like the conversation he's having when he was doing his radio runs to promote the album. Oh, the album is called "The Big Day," which is his wedding. Yeah, day. which is his wedding day. So he yeah, was just talking about like all those things that led up to the album, the the creation of this album, why he wanted to go with this album. Uh, so you know, and I think he had another kid too. He had another kid. Yeah, he was having another baby. But you know, are you knowing everything? I watch a lot of interviews. <laughs> I watch a lot of interviews too, but I didn't know he, he cheated on. Her. Right, and, I didn't know this yeah, man. I watch a lot of interviews. Watch a lot of YouTube. Uh, oh yeah, I don't got no cable, so we out here with the YouTube. Yeah, man. You know, I'm a child of hip hop, man. I, I stay, I stay on it. Um, oh yeah, I stay on it. Of course. But yeah, uh, I don't know okay. why. I was, well, that, that was very introspective. I had to ask you because I was. I was like, okay, chance. I just be like, okay, chance. I don't really have an opinion, but I just want to know what other people think. But well, you did make some valid points, sir. So but I, I want to bring it back to the Big Shine record with Nipsey. <laughs> so obviously, we all know we all like the song, right? It's a great song. We heard a snippet of it during the versus battle with Hit Boy mm-hmm. and Boy Wonder. So, um, with that record, right? Now, I know we, we, we had some words on Twitter. I told you that there was something that was bothering Big Sean when it came to Kendrick Lamar. There was something there. And Big Sean, the thing is, it wasn't really anything, but it was more so there. It's like camps or people outside of their camp that they're close to is making big deals of the shit that's making yeah. it like, all right, I'm going to kind of give some, give some subliminal bars here. I'm going to give some subliminal bars there. But them niggas is like, nigga, I don't have no reason not to like you. Wait, cool, man. No, that thing you said about subliminal bars, I just kind of want to pull you up on that. Because when the nigga did the pull up with um, Joe Budden, he said, he said, I, he goes, when I would make songs, I would not make subliminals. I would rap just to rap. And I'm always going to just throw shots. At, I'm just going to be like that kind of braggadocious rapper because that's what rappers do. We just say we're better than the rest. We say I'm this and you're not that. He goes, but none of those was focused at Kendrick. He goes, I didn't know it was a, a thing because he goes, yeah, I kind of heard about it. He goes, but I didn't really like pay any attention to it because right. me and Kendrick were cool. It wasn't until somebody came up to him that was like, like you said, within the camps, I was like, hey, man, so what's up with you and K-Dot? Y'all straight? And that's when he was like, damn, this shit might have spiraled way out of control. I should have said something about it way back when people thought it was a thing. I just thought if I ignored it, it would just be straight. Right. So that's when he ended up, like, calling Kendrick, and then they had their little discussion. So I don't think this is what I'm saying, because from the horse's mouth, he was like, I didn't make any, like, I didn't rap any subliminals to the nigga. I was just rapping, rapping. 
Yeah, did you put on speakerphone? Tell me in the podcast. Yeah, you just asked for a call. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, yeah, that's all I had to say about that. But continue your 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 rhetoric, sir. Um, One thing about that, too, as I, when it comes to rappers like the Kendricks, the Big Shines, the Drakes, the J. Coles, you know what I mean? These guys are of the top tier elite in the rap business today. Like today, these names hold the biggest weight when it comes to rap, right? And they are very fucking witty and really, really good and professional. So I I tend to believe that half the time when they do are on these interviews and they say certain things, I can't sit here. I, I just honestly don't feel like all that shit is true that they say. I do feel like they mean like, you know what? I know whatever I say in this interview is going to take off. Like if I'm on an interview, I'm going to be responsible if this takes off. Now, if people make up things on the record and stuff like that, you know, they catch, I could say a subliminal and if they take it and run with it, they can, but it's a, it's a, it's on wax. It's not really like I called this nigga out and they can't just run with the story as if I, I gave like it's a it's a a a accredited source. It's just a record, right? But there's no way these guys are just too witty for me to think that y'all say certain lyrics that just feel like it connect too closely to certain peers, and it's like nothing. Like I just I I don't I don't believe that. I don't think that these guys see each other and it's like fuck you. I want to knuckle up. You know what I mean? Like it's on site. But I do honestly believe that yeah, it may be. You may be actually, you may see Drake, right? And you know Drake is this number one top tier guy. And every time you go on, like, who else are you going to go after? The niggas that don't fucking matter? You know what I mean? So in your mind, but why do you have to go after somebody? Like, that's that's my whole thing. My scope on shit is just totally different. Like, why do you have to go after people? What is the whole, I got to go after this nigga? Because that's just what, that's that's just a spirit of hip-hop. That's not, it's an element of hip-hop. That has always been inter- entwined in like, like in battle, and then it comes to that in the form of like that battle cannot just be on stage in front of each other, but now it's just on wax. It's like, all right, my bars got to be better than this guy. It's just a hip hop has always been rooted in like competition. Yeah, so I totally agree with that. But to me, my bars got to be better. It's totally different from I got to go after this guy. If you're trying to go after this guy, that means you're trying to belittle him. If you're just trying to make your bars better, you just want your bars to be better than whatever nigga is rapping. You just want your bars to be better. But yeah, you're but that it's it's a it, I think one I think is way more complicated than that because there's there's a thousand ways to have a raw verse. That raw verse could be belittling somebody like, oh shit, y'all, you're how creatively he dissed this nigga. That's a that's an element of having a raw verse. Or another one could be putting a motherfucker on game. Like, bro, did you hear the game this nigga just put just put in this song? Or just to be a, a you know, it could just be the way you said something or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? But it's so it's a, it's thousands of ways to make a raw verse. And I think that a lot of rappers feel that you know that is effective coming after people and not necessarily putting their name on wax, but just to have the idea of I'm finna rap at this fake person and this is because a lot of people like to listen to music. They like, they like to hear raps that sound like that. I like, I'm tired of hearing these nice rap niggas. I want to hear a nigga, 
you know, say that he the best and he raw and da 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 da. I want to hear niggas talk that shit, talk your shit. You know what I mean? So yeah. I get that, but I can't help but think of when this same thing was happening between the whole Drake and Kendrick thing, right? And it was more, and it was more information there to prove why Drake and Kendrick didn't like each other. Like Drake is on record on interview saying, like, kind of low key dissing Kendrick's moment. He got asked about the control verse on fucking um crown with 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 Elliot. Yeah. And uh Drake was like, hey, that was a real dope moment. That was a real dope moment for hip hop for like a couple weeks. And then people started laughing. And then he was like, but hold on. I'm serious, but hold on. If I ask you, if I ask you this, how does the verse start? And then people started laughing. He was like, you know what I mean? It's like you you're disrespecting that man's shit. You know what I mean? Now, does he have real beef with Kendrick? And when people, you know, when, when old head niggas, you know, hear beef and rap, it's like, oh, it's on some, like, what we thought the Tupac and Biggie shit was like, or the Easy e and fucking, you know, uh, Suge shit. Like, it's, that's not, that, it's still here today. You got that with the 6 9 shits and the, and the, and, um, you know, whoever on that Instagram shit or whatever, but, what we're talking about with these niggas is like, I hate the fact that they make it seem like there's no competition between them. You want to outsell this nigga. You want to have the classic out. Al- you want to have the best album. You want to do that. Like, I don't I'm get not, that. I don't get that. that there's no competition. I that, don't. I don't see that happening. Like I, I understand. I understand everything that you're saying. I just don't necessarily agree with some of the some of the outtakes that you have. Of it. But I agree. I can totally see like your scope and your vision that you have on it. I can totally see it. When Drake yeah, said that shit about Kendrick's verse, and then Kendrick later that year went on the BT Hip Hop Awards and was on the TDE Cipher, and he said something about uh, we took the sense of the rapper in his pajama clothes. Mm-hmm. Nothing's been the same since we took the sense of the rapper in his pajama clothes. Like that what album is- came out that year? That is a Nothing shock because the same. the name of his album. You know what but, I mean? But then Kendrick was had that fucking I hat on and then we're going to interview and they're like, hey, what's what's the any any issue between you and Drake? And then Kendrick like, oh my God. I wish people would stop saying that. Man, it is cool. Man, it's nothing go, nothing between me and that guy's like, bro, you literally high five Kendrick after name dropping his album and, and saying some slick shit. Drake really went on an interview and said some shit, basically saying, All right, the shit was cool. Y'all hyping this shit up. Like Come on. If y'all throw shots, it's cool. We ain't saying y'all out to kill each other. But what if they like y'all niggas don't throw low-key shots. What shot, if that's their way of trolling? What if the only way of trolling is not 6 9 trolling? Like, yeah, nigga, you trash. And I seen you was cheating on your wife. And the album didn't sell. What if that's their way of like, hey, nigga, I'm going to go ahead and say this shit about you. You're going to come back at me and we just going to say it's cool. But, you know, we getting our numbers up. Well, then that's some, that's some industry bullshit. That's the, that's the shit that we ain't supposed to see. But I'm not finna sit here and act like these niggas don't be com- don't be having a line or two. It may be friendly competition, you know what I mean? Still sharper still. I'm pretty sure, like I said, I'm pretty sure all these niggas want to be like, I want to have a better album than you. I want you to have a great album. I want to see your best work, but I also want I also want to top that. Oh shit, can to you me, I'm gonna listen to this, me, get inspired, and I want to drop something better than that. To me, watching these niggas, the top two niggas you talking about is like the NBA All Star game. 
You might play, you might get dropped off. You might get dunked on. They might shoot in your face. But it's not to fucking, unless you Kobe, because uh, unless you Dwayne Wade. Cause you say all-star Kobe, game. You know. I say playoffs. I feel like anytime we know these niggas finna drop an album, if all these niggas finna drop projects this year, we in the fucking hip-hop playoffs. And right now, okay. we get a chance playoffs. to Even drop still. all this shit, and we finna Even. see. Even still, like, them niggas ain't really trying to, like, hurt a nigga and end his career. Like right. I said, unless you, unless you got a Dwayne Wade nigga. Right? When he broke Kobe, like, ain't nobody trying to hurt nobody's career. You know what I mean? Like, niggas is that, but they cool. That's, they families eat together. That's they trying to win that ring, though. I'm right. sorry, Carmelo. I I'm, I'm know I'm LeBron, and I know this might be your last year, but I, I got to see you on. Bitch-ass nigga, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's true, but that has <laughs> nothing to do with, like, I got to go at you, and I got to do all this, and then we ain't, because the rhetoric that I'm hearing from you is like, we really ain't cool, but I'm going to just say this shit to make it seem like we really are. But in my head, I ain't cool with you, and I'm, tr- I'm trying to fucking... No, no, no. I think it's, it's, we are cool, and I'm going to take shots at you, but it's not like I fucking hate you and I want you your family to die. It's not like I'm trying to fuck your bitch or no shit like that. It's more so if me and you in a ring, and it's like we just signed up to be in a battle, even though I have no ill will towards you, my bars ain't gonna say that. My bars gonna be like, you know, these niggas can't compare to me. I'm the king, da 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 da. You know what I mean? I, I got the crown, blah 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 blah. Like they're going to say that. All these, you know what I mean? Like that's true. I, I totally say, understand. If, if Drake says to me, don't Drake fuck. and Kendrick is what you're explaining right now. I'm, I'm explaining Drake, Drake, Kendrick, Cole, that's Crick. Not Crick be having bars for these niggas too. Like, yeah, but, having bars with these niggas too, bro. Like these niggas be having bars with each other, but it's not like I hate you niggas or nothing like that. It's more so it's like they talking to a crowd. It's like they talking to a crowd of people, but they making sure that who's in that crowd. Like I want you to know, nigga, you need to hear this shit as well as the critics need to hear this shit. You know what I mean? I like I, think, I, I agree. That's but what I, I feel. Situation, like, that playoff situation you talking about was like we in the ring and I gotta go toe to toe with you. To me, that's the Drake and Kendrick situation. I can totally see that with Drake and Kendrick. This Drake and, I mean, this Kendrick and Big Sean situation, I don't see it as that. Mm. Because this nigga Kendrick, like like I said, I mean, Drake said the shit about the control verse, and then Kendrick came back and put his name, hit the name of his album in a freestyle on national television. He knew what he was doing. To me, that's a calculated way to be like, all right, you gonna talk some shit about my verse? Let me get back at you. That to me is the playoff situation you're talking about where we cool, but I'm gonna go ahead and pull you up. There's a big Sean verse where he says you rapping all fast, sounding like one big ass asthma attack. I'm you sorry. You said that time and time again. You act like that's the Kendrick ain't the only nigga that rap fast. What? He is he the only nigga that rap fast? Put it like this. If if it's if it's LeBron James, KD, and fucking who's who's and James Harden and, and, and you, Giannis. You're gonna have to talk to God and you're gonna have to talk to Jazz because you're gonna tell me this. And oh I'm no, 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 no. Go ahead. I'm I'm listening. What, what I'm saying is, is like if you if if it's only five big dogs in the game, uh-huh. right? It's a lot of dogs in the game, but it's only five big dogs at the top. So when I say some shit. I'm not coming after nobody under me. Nigga, I don't need to talk to you. You're not worth my breath. You know what I mean? This is for the niggas that, that, that I want, I respect. 
It's for the niggas that the one I respect. That's the only reason why I will say anything, right? Mm-hmm. I respect these guys because we all on the same fucking level, right? It's just like when when control verse. Kendrick only named the niggas like yo, these niggas on my level, and I res- I, I'm I mention y'all names one out of respect because I see you, nigga. But I'm letting you know I'm trying to beat you, nigga. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to come out on top. That's what that is. I, so I all these niggas, they may not they not gonna say the whole list of names, but they still saying that same shit. They still talking that shit. So I feel like when Big Sean is coming out, when he's saying that shit, like you niggas ain't fucking with me. I, the only nigga da 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 da. Like these niggas is posting stats and saying shit because they trying to show nigga this is my rap sheet. Okay, you you doing this shit over here at Apple? This my rap sheet. Oh, okay, y'all niggas doing this in sales, but this is my look at my Grammys, nigga. You know what I mean? Like that every, verse, all these that niggas coming that at line it. does not equate Kendrick Lamar. I hear everything you saying, but that I, doesn't equate Kendrick Lamar. To me. You ain't feel like the little bitch, the little bitch shit. The the obvious little bitch, the little bitches that Big Sean kept saying when before he dropped, damn, well, on the heart part four. You didn't feel I like mean, that kind of game also. I Big Sean for the longest. <laughs> he was saying little bitch on his in his album, his debut album. No, on the heart part four. On the heart part four, that shit was like. You're making it's you can tell when an oh, artist is trying to make a term like a thing. Like, I want you to hear this shit. I but I'm trying to tell you, hey, man, you be reading some hieroglyphics that I ain't even on. Like, you would <laughs> just be like, you want so bad for it it's, to it's be. Not, no, no, no. It's I, maybe no. like this. I you really know. listen to these niggas, bro. I, re, I listen to these niggas like heavy, right? If these, <laughs> the, the, these generation of rappers. These generation of rappers, they I listen to everything extensively, right? I and the, only, the reason why is because I think this generation is the first generation of rap to where they are really take. I feel like they all took shots at each other at one point, but they're all cool. But it's a very competitive like arena, and it's past these five. It's probably like twenty niggas to be honest. But it's a very competitive like era, and I think that because this is probably the most commercial era of hip hop, that there's so many like entities involved that they can't make it aggressive like it was back in the '90s when it was like dangerous. It's like I want to make it competitive. I don't want to make it dangerous because I can't account for the nigga that Kendrick can't account for the nigga like he talked about. Niggas, I brought so up. Since, so since he said "little bitch," like how Big Sean used to say "little bitch" six, seven years ago, that means that was for Big Sean. It's 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 like it's Big Sean, and he's small. <laughs> that, that a yes, a no question. He's small, <laughs> and he calls him a little bitch. Tory Lanez, a little bitch. <laughs> but you know, Kendrick not talking about Tory. Right, like, why know, would Kendrick talk about Tory? I want to I want to revert back to what you said in the beginning. So I said in the interview with Joe Budden, he said this. He goes, "Yeah, I think he's smart enough to be like." So you basically don't whatever comes from the horse's mouth. You be like, "I hear you, but that's bullshit." If it's in an interview, if it's an interview, I know that the like I said, this is the most commercial era of rap. These niggas got you. multiple late multiple businesses. I'm talking about brands that are invested in them. No, I don't want you to get the background. They, I want it you can't to be tell dangerous. Me. When you start, when you once you start doing the whole six nine shit, just saying 
No, Nigga, I ain't saying six nine shit. You know why I say this? Because when when Drake did his last little shit or whatever with Elliot on Rat Radar podcast, mm-hmm. and they asked him about the clips, he was like, "Yeah, clips, whatever." But yeah, I don't fuck with Pusha T. I never fuck with him again. He kept it a hundred. He could have gave a commercial ass answer and be like, "But that's no, different." The reason, the reason why that's different though, because Pusha T is that Pusha T is is not from this gen, this era. Pusha T is literally cut from the cloth of, I'm going to bring your fucking name up, and it's war. It's war. I don't like you, nigga. That's not Big Sean and Kendrick. That's not J. Cole or anybody. That's not even Wale and anybody. And if it was, they did this shit on Twitter. They'll, they'll have a moment, and then it'll be reconciled. Like, fucking Kid Cudi, he don't really diss niggas and rap. He'll just talk shit to you when that's when he was like, hi. He would say, me and Kanye don't fuck with your music and shit. You know what I mean? Like, he would go on interview and say this shit. I hear you. But Pusha T is like, fuck you. I'm not like these other niggas. I, it's, it's always on with me. It's always on fucking site. All I'm saying, I'm you. Drake is a 2010 nigga, and he didn't have to give that kind of answer. I know, but the difference is, when a nigga does, no one else, ha- I don't think J. Cole, Kendrick, or Big Sean has had a Pusha T come at them like that. They haven't had a nigga that's like, I'm, I'm fighting for blood. You know what I mean? Like, push your t- So it's more so, Drake has to be like, I don't, I, I don't fuck with him. Like, he has to do that. At this point, I, I'm, not, I'm not making it. I'm not, it's not about a beef or anything. I'm starting with you. I just, you're going to ask me a straightforward question. Hey, man, Pusha T is out really saying these things about you. It's like, man, I don't, I don't pay no mind to that dude. I don't care for him, this, that, and the third. You know what I mean? Like, that's a whole different situation. He is not going to say anything about, like, he, he'll, he will, I feel like it's because a different Because there's thing. no real beef. That's, no. Like, that's what I'm trying to get at. If you come at me and it's, and it's we coming for blood and you, I don't like you, nigga. That's I me. don't. But I think what I'm talking about, there's competition. There's competition. If we say, hey, man, I noticed this this line, you don't sit there. I don't want you to say and come to me. It's like, oh, we ain't beefing. I know y'all niggas ain't beefing. I know y'all don't really give a damn about y'all. Y'all probably cool. But there's competition. So don't act like we don't. We see we see you. We see y'all niggas competing. We see y'all throwing the shots. It's it's fun, but it's competitive. I'm not sitting here saying like, man, you know, I think Big Sean really hates Kendrick Guts. Like, I'm not saying that. I think it's. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. I see it. I see it. It's kind of like, hey, nigga. If it's just that, if it's just that, why in the interview he couldn't say like, oh yeah, he said some shit and I threw some shit back at him. But we'd be doing that all the time. Why I, can't they just say that? The reason why is because I think the media will take any angle and twist it. You know what I mean? Okay. I think so. They're gonna take what a nigga say from his mouth and mm-hmm. be like, yeah, we be. Yeah, I threw some shots at him or whatever because we I be doing that and he threw some shots at me and that's what it is. What can the media spin if he says that and inadvertently the other dude says the same thing back to him? What no. can the media do if he's like, yeah, this man, is this is the whole this is the thing though. The reason being is a lot of times when they cap when they get these guys to sit down and have those conversations like that is during album runs and when they have th- those questions are the questions that are going to be the main thing that takes away from the conversation about the album. So Big Sean is going to go on Breakfast Club to talk about his album, Detroit 2. Charlamagne is going to ask about, you know, he's probably going to ask about the Nipsey shit. Or he's going to probably ask about the abortion or the child that they were supposed to have with him and Janae. 
which at this point, he'd probably talk about it because it's content, it's content that he wants to talk about on the album. But if it's like, hey man, what's you still you still beefing, you still beefing with Kendrick, this is like third, he's probably gonna nip it in the bud and hope that that's it. But they don't wanna have those conversations where it's like, we're gonna push this narrative that's gonna take away from my album. I wanna talk about my album. We talked about the whole control verse and Kendrick verse, and we didn't say nothing about how that was, we didn't talk about how, oh man, that was actually on the album. Or we didn't even talk about Hall of Fame album at all. We just talked about that control. Because Hall of Fame wasn't a good album. And that, that, just, that's why we didn't talk about it. Like, but we didn't even talk about if it was bad. We just cared about the Kendrick verse at the time. And then when we talk about Big Sean's discography, then we say, oh, this <laughs> debut was okay. The second album was trash. Third album was amazing. You know what I mean? Like we, we when we talk about discography, but in that moment, all the attention was on the control verse. And even though he literally said, like, we all cool, but I'm trying to murder you niggas, there was like niggas took offense to it and people played on that. Anybody that was mentioned, they was trying to look out what he was saying. They pushed, they pushed that. They pushed that narrative more so than the actual music. So as an artist, if I know that if I'm going to this radio station and I know I got a, a heavy personality like Charlemagne or somebody like Vlad or, or whoever the fuck, I want to make sure that I keep my question. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, have this conversation. I want to make sure that we keep the focus on the album and not any like stupid imaginary beefs. You know what I mean? So, I'm going to put it like this. If I'm famous and you think we blow up, we two niggas from Tampa, like, hey, man, my home's a great DJ and he is content creator, XYZ. And then you blow up, hey, man, hometown's a great rapper, he's a great event curator, and all of that. And then some come out, and then I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah, man, I saw hometown every day with his fat ass. You know that nigga trying to go crazy, right? Yada, 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 right? Somebody takes that shit, and it was like, oh, man, he was talking shit, just a snack or whatever, whatever right? So then somebody interviews you and you say some shit about me, that bald ass nigga, yada, 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 right? And then we get interviewed separately, right? And then they interview me and they'll be like, so what's up with um you and Hometown? I heard, you know, you said something about him trying to go with dreads. What's up with that? I'm like, oh man, it wasn't really nothing. I just said what I said. I be I be ranking that nigga all the time. That's that's what it is. And that shit ain't gonna get no coverage. If it's if it's at, no, if I was on with Joe Budden on the pull-up, this shit he does on the side, the one nigga that has the biggest podcast, mm -hmm. and nobody's going to be like, oh, no, no, that, that's that. Or somebody be like, oh, he did say that, but you know what? He's lying. He really doesn't like hometown. You know, you know that the, the lies travel faster than the truth. It wasn't, he nigga said, I didn't really think it was a thing. I kind of ignored it until somebody came to me and was like, yo, y'all straight? And then he was like, oh, I have to say something about it. Because apparently, people think we beefing. Let me call him. I called him, and I asked somebody. He goes, yeah, I was saying the same thing. You straight with me? Yeah. You straight with me? Yeah. Cool. And that was that. And then what you said is like, yeah, but, you know, since it was an interview, he tried to keep it light. He threw some bars at him. I'm like, yo, what can a nigga do to just say exactly what I think that they're straight. I just don't feel like they did not throw bars at each other. Just like I feel like J. Cole, Drake, they all throw bars at each other. Wale throws bars at J. Cole all the time. Like, I feel like these niggas throw bars at each other all the time. But it's not like, clear example, we know J. Cole and Wale are like this. But clearly, J. Cole has gave this nigga bars. Wale has given him bars. Like, that's a thing. It's but, a that was, but it's known. Like, he said that. 
in the verse. There was a, and then Wale came back, gave. But him he didn't a say they didn't mention they didn't mention each other's names at all. They right, but what did it? What happened? Interviews. So they interview Wale. He's like, yeah, this is this, that he said that. I didn't know he said that. I was shot and taken back, but that's my dog. But I still had to go give him bars, and then we went to the game that night. Exactly oh. what I'm saying. It's I'm got I gotta give you bars, my nigga. It's no, that's exactly what I'm saying. He so, hey, hey, listen, hey, listen, so why is it hard for you to just agree with me? You don't oh, like agreeing with me? Uh, right. Y'all spending way too much time <laughs> on this one thing. Did you hear that nigga? He said that's exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> what it was and everybody believed him. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. All right, so we'll, we'll shake hands. We'll shake hands on that. You know I mean? We'll shake hands. You know what I mean? And we'll just, you know, agree. You know, we agree. We are saying the same thing. Yes. Uh, I'm glad you guys. <laughs> Speaking of Big Sean, y'all saw the, I saw Darius uh, posted the clip in the chat. Um, oh, yes. Y'all watched the video, the little promo video? Nah, but I know he got a song, Don Kennedy. And that, I'm anticipating that. What y'all, so y'all think this is gonna be a good album? I'm a big Sean fan, so I'm always think it's good until it's not. I think it's I think it's gonna be good, man. Cause man, I really hope he do have Sada Baby and uh and Perio Giovanni and like all of them on there from Detroit, right. bro. Also, like, Kanye I, West executive produced this, and Kanye West executive produced Dark Sky Paradise. So that was fire. It was fire. <laughs> I think it's gonna be good, man. I think I think it's gonna be good. I've been, you know, people, the homies is like, man, I'm tired of this nigga using this fucking flow, and it's just like, I'm not it's mad at. I mean, it's his flow. Like, the that's hell. his. Yeah, that's what he do. I think some <laughs> niggas just need to say, I don't like rap. You don't like. Some rap. people just don't like other people, and that's cool. Yeah. If you don't like the nigga, you don't like his music. That's that. Yeah, and that's true. I've heard that, plenty of people I, say, oh, I don't like this. In my head, I'd be like, that shit cool with me, but. You have your opinion, and I'm not about to try to convince you that you should like it. You have your opinion. That's that. I'm, I'm waiting on it. I can't. I can't wait to hear it next week. D2, Detroit 2, um, coming from a, a an amazing mixtape to an album. Um, have we ever seen this successfully done before? Um, mixtape to an album. What was the last mixtape series that went to an album? Oh, well, he did it on a debut album, I guess. Finally famous, and then finally famous the album, right? Yeah, yeah. that was Final Favorite. And that shit was good. I actually really like Final Favorite. Yeah, it's not bad. I, I I want this to be a good album because I feel like his rapping has always been great, even though it's, his rapping's always been great. Um, I decided it wasn't horrible. It wasn't, like, super bad. I just yeah, it wasn't like, horrible, but it wasn't Dark Sky Paradise good. Nope. Yeah, like I said, it was one of those things I feel like, I don't know, I guess I look at niggas when they do albums, like you can get in the mold and stuff, but I, I, I'm one of those people, I got to see growth every time you drop a body of work. You can drop singles all day. Like he dropped single again, cool record. You know what I mean? But when you drop an album and you one of those guys, I got to see growth, bro. Like I can't see you go back. Uh, or even if you plateau, if you plateau, plateau at like, you know what I mean? Hey man, everybody treats art differently. And That's some true. people just like to experiment with art in different ways. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, um, I just think he's like, man, what would be a good concept album? It feels like two parallels of my life, X, Y, and Z. And he tried it. And some people liked it. Some people didn't like it. That's basically what it is. 
Last guy paradise to me just seemed a lot more real because he was like, I'm going through this shit. Like when a nigga rap about what they're going through, it's so much better to me right. because sometimes you can feel and hear it in what's being said, and you'd be like, man, that's some real shit. And he did a good job of picking his features on those songs that he had that right. just kind of brought it up a way more. I'm not talking concept album. I don't think Big Sean's a concept album type guy. He's getting very personal on this, obviously. Yeah. With the right. song he dropped with Nipsey, he was very personal on, um, well, not very personal, but he was more personal on Dark Sky Paradise than he was on a lot of his other albums. So that, to me, also is being executive produced by Kanye West. So that, to me, leads me to think it's going to be a great album. I think the album I'm looking for from Big Sean is, I look for two albums when it comes to these, these big dog niggas in this era, right? I look for the album that's going to be the like, like undoubtedly like commercially successful, uh, you know, sounds good. Like it has hits, but it has like the B sides hit as well. I, I like that big. I want the one that like that takes you, that sets you apart. And then I want the album that's like, like this. There's a 2014 Forest Hill Drive for each of these rappers. And then there's also the, the unconventional album that's just like, if you're a true fan, that's the album that you always, that you, that you really enjoy low key. You know what I mean? So it's 2014 mm -hmm. Forest Hill, and then there's For Your Eyes Only. You know what I mean? And I feel like every artist has those two albums, you know? And I think yeah. what's special about Kendrick is that he has more albums that like, he has more range of things he want to give you, but he already done gave you those two. You know what I mean? And I think Drake is, he's done a commercially successful one, but he hasn't given, I feel like he hasn't given the album that's like, ooh, this is the one that's like, he, he, he didn't care for the commercial success for this one. He really just for wanted me, to- If you're reading this, it's too late. That's his album for me. What? If you're reading this, okay. to me, that's his album that's like, which, okay. Which is cool, you know what I mean? Um, and a big shine, I think he's given us the commercially successful one in Dark Sky Paradise, but he hasn't given us the one that's like, this album is so good that I'm probably gonna listen to this past its prime year when it came out. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's Dark Sky Paradise. I'll listen to that. But I'm saying that's that's the I'm talking about the one that's like the unconventional, like I wanted to do this and experiment and it worked out so well. I feel like he hasn't done that yet. Kendrick did it with To Pimp a Butterfly. There was something I think I decided was it, but it did it was not it. At the same time. That's what I'm saying. I think that was his attempt, but it didn't work. It, it wasn't good. So I feel like he still hasn't given us that album that it works. You know what I mean? I feel like Big Crit has given us that album, but he hasn't he hasn't had an album yet that's been like super yeah, commercial. Like, blow him out the water. One times three. Exactly. You know, so you got one that's I'm able to continue to give you one, but I can't give you both. And I think that's why I think Kendrick and even J. Cole rather are in special places. Of course, Drake being the numbers guy, he's going to always outsell the most. He's going to always break the record. He has the most hits out of anybody you can think of. But he can't give you both out. He hasn't given us both yet. And his career is amazing. So he's an anomaly. But J. Cole has given us both. Like, J. Cole really don't have to put out no more albums, to be honest. Like, you really don't have to. Like, J. Cole and Kendrick really don't have to put out another album. They really don't have to do that. Like, we want them to. 
because they're, they're so great at what they do, but they really don't have to do that. Like if they retired, their discography speaks for themselves. You know what I mean? And I, I think Drake, even though his discography is amazing, we still ain't got that album that's like, man, he really tried something and it fucking worked. Like Drake did that shit. Like he didn't have to get something that was like, he didn't, we didn't have to get something that sound like God's plan on the album. Like he said, if no. If you're I'm reading this, to me, if you're reading this, is that he dropped it out of nowhere. Everybody mm-hmm. thought it was a mixtape. If, if that is the case, I'll, I'll accept that. I'll accept that. But I, I hope that... You still, you still wait for one that's a little bit more Jesus weird. So he could be like, whoa, what the hell is this? Yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? But I don't know. Maybe that Drake would just probably never do that. You know? But I, I, I feel okay. like maybe this might be another attempt from Big Sean. I feel like Detroit, too, might be this attempt from Big Sean. You know what I mean? Like, this, I think it's the most... Huh? Unconventional attempt? Yeah, like I feel like I feel like he's gonna give us the energy from Detroit too, but I feel like the content is gonna be in that aspect of what he was trying to do with I Decided. You know what I mean? I feel like we're gonna get I feel like we're gonna get I Decided 2088 and fucking a smidgen of Dark Sky Paradise in one project. I, I hope not. That that what you just described. I hope that doesn't happen. If you if you could take the best three songs from each of those projects, I feel like you can make a, a really good project. Well, I hope it's not this one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, man. Next week, uh, definitely want to review that. Um, any other new music before we get out of here, man? Uh, Mulatto dropped her project. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Her project as well. I only heard one song from her, but she she fine. She fine to me. Um, what, the music or the person? No, her. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> How did I know, Derek? How did I? Know? This nigga. Amen. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, I don't have no laptop, y'all. So that's why I'm dropping. <laughs> I'm pissed off. My laptop just I plugged it, I plugged it in and I thought it was charging and it cut off. And that's all she wrote. Went to the computer store, my homeboy got, he was like, Yeah, you can try to change the plug, but if not, it's your motherboard. So whenever I get another computer, that's when I'll start dropping my daily mixes again. As soon as I say get back on, I was good too. I was consistent. I was dropping a mix every day. And what happens? Pull the plug on. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to get back on it. And um Yeah man. That's that's about it with that. So y'all niggas with laptops and working computers, I envy y'all. Because <laughs> I would like to make some music my damn so we talking about all these songs and in my head I'm like, yep, I'll do that one. I was gonna do this one and I'm like sick of you. <laughs> Anything we missing, Jazz? Any, anything anything we missed out on? Nope. No? Y'all good? Well, shit, man. We can go ahead and wrap this up, my brother. My brother. Yeah, man. This, this, the name this one Hometown versus DJ Old Pool. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. With the Mortal Kombat screen. Oh, the uh, locks. The locks dropped out their album too. Oh yeah, I see. I did watch it. They I just watched dropped the video. it, or are they dropping it? They just dropped the project. I think. 
Yeah, yeah, they dropped it. For real? Yeah, yeah. I got to listen to that. I've been on like ever since Jada did his verses, I've been wanting to hear more of that kind of music. I ain't gonna cap. Yeah. Well, I guess uh next time we'll talk to you guys. Hopefully we've all listened to the Big Sean project. I won't be here. I'll just Oh yeah, you're gonna be in fucking It's my birthday the day y'all gonna do the podcast. Oh snap. Oh, so you think that's more important? <laughs> For real, come on now. Oh my god. You got a job. Where are you going? I'm going to Cali. This nigga is going to Cali. Well, you finna smoke? Uh, off the record. Yeah. Off, off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one thing I'm asking next. Next, I guess in two weeks, how sticky was the icky? <laughs> That's a, ain't no iron team, but it's an iron birthday. It sure is. <laughs> and it'll be on a different time zone. I can't talk to y'all. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, be hey, hey, man. hey y- 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 y'all keeping up with uh with P Valley? No, we're I'm not. I haven't started. I'm gonna start that Who on my birthday. That? Don't exclude <laughs> That's a show. <laughs> That was that. Show. Show? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, a show. Yeah. But uh, this was a cool podcast, you guys. That's where I'm about to go. That's the, that's the eye job, boys. That's the eye job. I'm about to play real quick. I'm trying to watch the game, so. <laughs> All right, man. Y'all got to catch this game, too, man. Y'all have a good night, man. This is episode 17. Everybody, right, please follow us at at Beast and Chill on uh, Beast and Chill eight one three on Instagram, Beast and Chill on Twitter, and Beast and Chill on Facebook. We also have a YouTube channel, Beast and Chill, B E A T S N C H I L L, and uh, we're on Spotify, Apple Music, and every other major podcast platform. Subscribe, tell a friend, share this episode, add us. You know what I mean. And uh, thank you for listening. Y'all have a good night. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe.